Go quick. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 32, the Bible says, And what shall I say more? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, of David also and Samuel of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, talking about Joshua and conquering Palestine and David, wrought righteousness, that means they administered justice like Samuel, David, and Solomon. They obtained the promises like the Hebrews did when they were able to be go, to go into the promised land. They stopped the mouth of lions like Samson, David, and Daniel. They quenched the violence of fire like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They escaped the edge of the sword like David, Elijah, and Elisha. Out of weakness, they were made strong like Samson after his hair was cut and Hezekiah as he was given 15 more years to live. They waxed valiant in fight and turned to flight the armies of the aliens like David in defeating Goliath and Jehoshaphat in defeating Eden and Hezekiah whose faith led him to slaughter 185,000 Assyrians that were led by Sennacherib. Women received their dead uh, raised to life again like the widow of Zarephath and the Shunammite woman. And then the Bible says, and there's a seismic shift. Because before uh, they were victors because of their faith. But now we're going to see sometimes faith will make you a victim. The Bible says others were tortured. Eleazar in the Maccabean period between the Testament and 2 Maccabean chapter 6 and verse 30 not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel markings and scourges. Yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment like Micaiah the prophet and Jeremiah. They were stoned like Zechariah. They were sown asunder like Isaiah. They were tempted like Joseph and Daniel when he was a teenager. They were slain with the sword like Uriah the prophet. They wandered about in sheepskin and goatskin, being destitute, afflicted, and torment like Elijah in 2 Kings of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in the dens and caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God, having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. I would quickly, I want to talk about running the race in sheepskin and goatskin. In Hebrews chapter 11, what we commonly call the hall of faith, many of the believers in God in the Old and the New Testament, they willingly died for their faith. Some were killed, some were stoned, they were cut in half, they were put to death by the sword, they went around wearing skins of sheep and goat, they were poor, they were attacked, they were treated badly. In fact, it's not our church uh, because of the fact they didn't have uh, a strong faith, but their strong faith helped them not to deny God. They suffered not from a lack of faith, but they suffered because of their great faith. One thing about life, all of us are going to have to suffer something. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, defined, the Bible says in verse number one, now faith is, faith is the substance, it is the substance, sub, um, the undergirding which allows us to stand. Faith is the foundation of things hoped for, the very thing we hope for in Titus chapter one and verse number two, we hope to go to heaven one day. Faith is the undergirding of what we hope for. Faith is the evidence of the proof what my eyes, what my eyes can't see. Faith is confident, we are confident 
in some things. I'm confident that the sun is going to rise tomorrow. I'm confident of the fact that if I drop something now, that gravity will take it to the ground. I'm, I'm confident in the fact that I have a hope in Jesus Christ. My confidence is that Jesus is going to save me. I'm confident that the church of Christ is right. I'm confident that baptism put me in the one church. I'm confident not with a not so hope, but I'm confident with a hope so hope. I'm thankful our church that is not the idea of wishful thinking, but it's a confidence in the man called Jesus Christ. The Hebrew writer says our faith not only is our confidence, but it's our assurance. We are assured of something that everything that God promised that God is able to perform. Bible said in Hebrews chapter 6 and verse number 18, the Bible tells us that by two immutable things that it is impossible for God to lie. I'm glad Numbers 23 and verse number 19 reminds me that God is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should repent. Bible help us understand your faith is your assurance. Faith is your confidence but not only that but faith is that thing that it helps us church it makes sense of what my senses cannot sense in other words we got five senses steering our taste smell our touch uh, but there is a sixth sense uh, that we have church uh, because I can't uh, detect God with my eyes I can't detect God with my ears but uh, church I got another sense and that sense is called faith and faith makes real what my eyes cannot see I'm glad the Bible said but without faith it's impossible to please God he that cometh to God must believe that God is and that God is a reward of them that diligently seek him if you have faith tonight I just need you to understand that your faith is going to be associated with suffering in John chapter 16 and verse number 20 the Bible said remember the word that I said unto you the servant Jesus said is not greater than his Lord if they have persecuted me they will also persecute you if they you kept my saying the Bible said they will keep yours also then Jesus said in John 16 33 these things I spoken unto you that in me he said you might have peace in the world you're gonna have tribulation but be of good cheer for I have I have overcome the world in our text quickly tonight we see where the Bible said there was individuals who had to run their race in sheepskin uh, and in goatskin this helped me to understand that faith is not primarily receiving from God what you want but is accepting from God what God allows and what God gives everybody has to suffer in the text you notice it says some had to go about in sheepskin some went about in goatskin sheep skin they were white goat skin they were black it doesn't matter whether you black or white you're gonna go through something in this life I said suffering is at the heart of the Christian experience church suffering is woven into the fabric of our being we have to go through many perplexities and pain about friend I stop by to tell you you don't have to trouble trouble for trouble to trouble you everybody gonna go through something that's why Job said man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of troubles that's why don't you ever wish to be somebody else you just thank God for who you are 
That's why I can't sing the song. I wish I was a little bit taller. Wish I was a baller. Wish I had a girl who looked good, I would call her. Wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat. Wish I had a six-foot impala. I can't sing that because everybody got to go through something. Paul said it like this. Paul says, either you have, you are, or you will suffer. He said in Acts chapter 14, Paul said, having gone through Lystra and Iconium and Antioch, he said, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith that we through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. And then Paul told Timothy, 2 Timothy 3 and verse number 12, he said, yea, all that live godly in Christ Jesus, they shall suffer persecution. I say, you gotta go through something in this life. One person got a promotion and you were passed over. Your friend that you helped out when nobody else would. Now, they're your foe and your secrets that you told them are not secret anymore. But your child that you raised and spent all that time with. Now the child is trying to tell you. Now they turn on you. Your bills are high. Your paycheck is low. Your friends are slow. Your family says no. And that sorry man, he got to go. Your spiritual growth comes to a grind. Others are moving forward, but you seem stagnant. You don't bother nobody. You try to treat everybody the same. But every time you turn your back, somebody criticizing your name. I said, you don't have to to trouble trouble for trouble to trouble you church just because we experience suffering as we await the redemption of our body it doesn't mean that our suffering is without purpose and neither does it mean that the scriptures that not tell us in regards to some things about our suffering you see church there are five biblical truths about suffering that you and I need to understand in the church of Christ we need a theology of suffering what happens when God's purpose brings your pain what happens church when you're doing right ah church but still you gotta go through pain I want you to understand if you got God on your side you can get through what you're going through you can get through it church it doesn't matter what it is I need to tell you quickly let me just drop off my points first of all suffering is multifaceted the Bible first of all tells us that you're gonna suffer in many ways suffering has many faces the Bible does not minimize our experience of suffering by saying that it's the same but I need you to understand church you got to understand that suffering is multifaceted the Apostle Paul did say in 2nd Corinthians 4 and verse number 8 that we are troubled on every side he said yet not distressed we're perplexed but not in despair persecuted but not forsaken we're cast down but not destroyed he's saying we're afflicted in every way but I'm not crushed I'm perplexed but I'm not driven to despair I'm persecuted but I'm not forsaken I'm cast down but I'm not destroyed Paul is saying you're going to suffer in many ways mentally physically emotionally and spiritually each of us there are different ways that we got to suffer we got to go through all types of things you see suffering is a problem and a problem church thank God is nothing but a plan 
platform on which God desires to show how wonderfully he can perform. Our Lord, you know church, our Lord, he never performed a miracle that did not begin at a platform of a problem. If you never had a problem, you would never see the power of God in your life. You remember at the Canaan of Galilee, there was a problem. They had ran out of wine and therefore Jesus was able to do a miracle. Come with me now. On the backside of a desert, Jesus been teaching about 5,000. Y'all remember, now they were hungry and they wanted to send them away on the backside of a desert, out of a mountain. Can you imagine, church, Jesus looking at the crowd, the disciples, they got worried, say, Lord, how are we going to feed all these people? We're out here all by ourselves, A. There is no Arby's, B. There is no Boston Market, C. There's no Cracker Barrel, D. There's no Denny's, E. No Einstein Bagel, F. There's no Five Guys, G. There's no Golden Corral, H. There is no Hardy's, I. No IHOP, J. No Joe Crab Shack, K. No KFC, L. There is no Lenny's, M. There is no McDonald's, N. No Noodles and Company, O. No Olive Garden, y'all ain't gonna help me here, P. No Papa Do's or Popeye's Chicken, Q. No Quiznos, R. No Red Lobster, S. No Steak and Shake, T. No TGI Friday, U. No Uno Chicago Style Pizza, V. No Village, N, W. No Waffle House, X. No Panda Express, Y. No York Steakhouse, Z. And no Zaxby's, but Jesus took a little boy at lunch and, and church two little fish and, and about five hush puppies and Jesus took them church fed everybody took up 12 baskets of leftovers I tell you your problem is nothing but a platform for Jesus to perform and then I need to tell you quickly our suffering bring I said suffering will bring people people together. Suffering happens in community. Christians still suffer. I want you to know, church, we suffer. And therefore, we got to learn to be there for one another. You're going to suffer. What does suffering does? What suffering does, church, it either corrects us. Uh, when you're wrong, I, I said, God, I will allow problems to correct you. Uh, God will allow problems to come when you're right uh, to help you to keep doing right, like Job, uh, to perfect us. It'll either correct us or perfect us. And then sometimes uh, you know you surround yourself with folk, but sometimes you need problems um, to protect you uh, because you don't know who your friends are until you go through something. I mean, everybody's on your side as long as you got money. Everything is all right as long as you set them up, Joe, and you can pay everybody's tab. But as soon as you get to the point where, where you are down, the same folk that you thought would be with you, Folk you thought were your road dogs. Folk you thought would be uh, with you till the end. Those individuals you thought really had your back. You got to go through something to know who's really on your side. I want you to know problems. Problems will come to correct us, perfect us, protect us. But then also problems come to connect us. I said problems uh, will bring, it will bring uh, us together. I had experience very similar um, to Dr. Washington. Uh, one time 
I was flying from uh, Chicago, Illinois over to Chevy uh, Chase, Maryland, and I was running uh, late in the city at the time. It was that faith-based initiative, and they asked me if I would, as a representative of Rockford, um, to go over to Chevy Chase where they had a workshop for, uh, for the cities um, involved, how we could get monies, and they want me to bring the ideas from the workshop and the meeting back. Um, to the officials there uh, in Rockford. It was very uh, interesting. I appreciate the privilege. It went, but they made the reservation. And one thing, I don't like church. I don't like to sit in the, in the middle seat. I, I like to sit on the aisle. I, I like to get on a plane and sit uh, on the aisle. I just make me feel comfortable that if something happened, I just feel like I can just jump. Or so I don't know. It's just something. I just like to sit. I like to sit on the aisle. Well, they made the reservation and, and they put me right uh, in, the, in the middle seat and out between these two white ladies and and church it was interesting I was nice I you know I say excuse me when I sat down I said my prayers like I usually do buckled up and and church I noticed both of them were leaning away from me it didn't make me no never mind I had both of the armrests so I just said you know I just I just appreciate uh, the fact they didn't bother me and you see I don't let other folk problem become my problem you know I rested good I mean I was real relaxed and it was interesting we got up and on our way I'm flying from Chicago over to Chevy Chase, Maryland, um, that plane hit some turbulence. It's very interesting. A very similar story to Dr. Washington tells. I went through the same thing. I'm telling you, church, I'm telling you the truth. And that plane, that plane just dropped. It ain't nothing like when you're on a plane and that plane just drops uh, all of a sudden. And it was interesting. Both of those white women grabbed my arm as we were flying. And, you know, it is amazing. I said before the trouble, they didn't want nothing to do with me. But in the trouble, both of them grabbed me. I said troubles will bring us together. That church, I want you to know tonight uh, that we need each other. I said the church, uh, we need each other. Uh, we ought not to be a loose band, a, a church of lone strangers. I said we need each other. Paul said it like this in Galatians 6-2, we ought to bear uh, one another's burdens. Uh, Bible help us understand the church is meant to be a refuge for those who are suffering. When a member is hurt, uh, the church ought to apply the bandages. When a member is down, the church ought to provide the encouragement. When a member is in need, is the church ought to come alongside and help out. That's why in the Hebrew, that beautiful letter of Hebrews, how beautiful is written. Uh, the Hebrew writer keeps telling us we need one another. He said in Hebrews 4.1, let us fear lest the promise and the coming come short. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 11, let us give diligence to enter into the veil. Chapter 4 verse 14, let us hold fast our conviction. Chapter 4 verse number 16, let us draw near with boldness to the throne of God. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse number 1, let us go on to perfection. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 22, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 23, let us hold fast the profession of our faith. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 24, let us consider one another to provoke to love and the good work Hebrews chapter 12 and verse number 1 let us run with patience the race that is set before us Hebrews chapter 12 and verse number 6 let us lay aside every weight and the 
sin with those so easily beset us. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse number 26. Let us have grace whereby we can offer service well pleasing to God. Hebrews 13, 13. Let us go forth unto him without the gate bearing the reproach. Hebrews chapter 13, verse number 15. Let us offer the sacrifice of praise. I stopped by tonight to tell you we need one another. And church, you got to understand as we seek peace tonight, peace is not the absence of problems. Peace is not the absence of troubles, but peace is the presence of God. I say when you got God, even in the midst of your storm, God can give you a peace that passes all understanding. And then church, I don't have time, but suffering equips us for ministry. Don't have time. Some good points to there, but I don't have time tonight. But church, you got to go through something. Uh, those in the Old Testament, they wandered about in sheepskin and goatskin. You know, church, every now and then we got to go through something. If Job had never gone through, he would never have known that God as a restorer, if Lazarus had not been dead, he wouldn't have known the Lord as the resurrection and the life. If Mary and Martha had not gone through something, they would have never known that Jesus can put a family back together. I stopped by to tell you, he doesn't shield us from life's hurt and pain, but church, I'm glad he won't leave us. I'm glad he won't fail us. I'm glad he won't forsake us. If you never felt pain, you will never know that he's a healer. If you never had a trial, you will never know that he can help you to overcome. If you never felt sadness, you will never know that he can comfort you. If you never made a mistake, you will never know that he can forgive you. If you've never been in trouble, you will never know that he can rescue you. If you've never been broken, you will never know that God can make you whole again. If you never had a problem, you wouldn't know that he can solve it. If you never suffered, you didn't know that he's a friend that'll walk you through your troubles. If you never had a fire, you will never know how he purifies. If you never had to give up anything, you will never appreciate him getting give you double for your trouble. If you never had to be corrected, you will never know how much he loved you. If you can make it by yourself, you will never know how wonderful it is to depend on him. Church, I stop by to tell you, God is an awesome God, even in the midst of our troubles and troubles. I got to close. I got to close. Thank you. Five minutes, five minutes. Suffering is a battleground. Wherever there is suffering, there is a battle for the soul. The book of Job shows us that there are two ways we can respond uh, to our suffering. One, uh, the suffering one way is to curse God uh, because of our suffering. And the other is to praise God even in the midst of our trials. I'm glad that Job got to the point when his wife said, curse God and die. He said, woman, you speak as a foolish woman, you got to understand the same God that gives is the same God that takes away. He said, naked came I, my mother's womb, and naked I shall return. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Bless 
be the name of the Lord. Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him all the days of my appointed time. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until my change come. I know my change is going to come. I just need to wait. It doesn't matter what you're going through tonight. I just wait. God is a mighty good God. If God can watch over them, our church, he can watch over us tonight. If he can keep Noah through a flood, feed Elijah with ravens, put meal in a barrel and oil in a cruise. If he can put life in the boy of a widow, keep three Hebrew boys safe in a fiery furnace, secure Daniel in a lion's den, feed Israel, our church in the wilderness, slay Goliath for David, command a whale to swallow Jonah, take care of the disciples on a stormy sea, part a red sea, and with a gust of wind, and, and his children walk across on dry land, if God can feed, defeat 400 prophets of Baal on camp, on karma if God can raise Lazarus from the dead walk on water feet 5,000 with a little boy's lunch turn a family funeral into a family reunion I think God can take care of us church we need to learn to stick together tonight the church of Christ must come together tonight we got to be unified on the doctrine and stand together because church all of us are in this thing together we got to learn church it's not about me and not about you but it's all about him who died on Calvary's cross he is with us he wants to make sure church that the church his bride remains pure he's coming back for that church not just any church but there's only one church that he's coming back for and that church is the church of Christ I'm closing I'm closing I'm closing our church I said we're in this together and we got to be mindful of this there are no long strangers no long rangers we're in this together and what affects one affects all. The story's told, and I'm closing. The story's told way out on a distant farm. A farmer lived with his wife. And one day they had a problem because there was a mouse that got in, in the house. So therefore, the, the farmer decided that he was going to buy a mouse trap. Put the mouse trap out. And the mouse came out one day and he looked and he saw the trap. And so the mouse was concerned. And so the mouse ran out the house and he went to the chicken coop and he told the chicken, he said to the chicken, he said, I need to tell you something. We got a problem. He said, what's the problem? He said, there's a mouse trap in the house. The chicken looked at him and said, what do I have to do with me? I don't go in the house. Don't bother me. So he just kept on scratching, looking for worms. The mouse couldn't get anywhere with the chicken, so he ran out in the field, ran to the cow and said, Cow, Mr. Cow, Miss Cow, I need to talk to you. Miss Cow, I need to talk to you. What's, what's the problem? There's a mouse trap in the house. The cow looked at him, turned his head around, Stuck his head back through the fence and started eating the grass. The poor mouse just couldn't get anywhere, so he shaking his head, the mouse just went back to the house. Well, what happened was that night, Miss Farmer, she would get up earlier. 
to make breakfast. And as she got up early that particular morning, she heard, before she turned on the light, she heard the mouse trap go off. Thinking that she caught that mouse, that pesky mouse, she turned the light on, but she was too close. The mouse trap had caught the tail of a poisonous snake. And it bit Miss Farmer. She was sick and she couldn't get any better. And so the farmer said, I know what I'll do. In order for my wife to feel better because trying to get her some medical help would take too long, I'm going to make her some fresh chicken soup. The chicken lost his life. After a few days, her condition got worse. Then eventually, Miss Farmer died. The word got out all over the country, Miss, Miss Farmer has died. And so Mr. Farmer recognized that people would be coming from all over, and he began to think, how in the world can I feed all these people? He said, I'm going to have to go and kill that cow to feed everybody. I just stopped by here to tell the church of Christ that if a problem is going on in one congregation, don't you think it won't affect yours? If there's a mouse trap in one, we all are affected. Whatever we're going through, whether it's sheep skin or goat skin, one thing, please remember, we're all in this together.